Hello and welcome everyone to today's mini episode of Accelerating Texas K-12 Education. I'm joined by David Nungare uh, from Tabe and other places. Uh, how are you doing today, David? I'm doing great. Great to be up here with you all. I know it's been a, a few weeks in the making for us to be here, but I'm glad to be in the studio with you in Dallas and I get to spend some time talking about Tabe and the work that we've been doing over the course of many years, including leading up to our 50th year anniversary, which is this year. Perfect. And before we dive into uh, the topic of today, which is dual language, um, give our audience a little bit of background on who are you and what do you love about what you do? Yeah. So my name is David Nungaray, like you mentioned. Uh, I work as the public relations chair for TABE. Uh, and in my full-time work, I actually also work with the New Teacher Project, TNTP. I serve as the bilingual consulting partner in the Southwest, which oversees uh, everywhere basically from New Mexico to Louisiana and then a little bit up to Oklahoma and Arkansas. Texas is where I'm based, and a lot of my work is in Texas, but sometimes I help out in New Mexico or in other places that are, that are needed. Uh, and most of my work is really to elevate the importance of bilingual and multilingual education to support students who are emergent bilinguals and all the staffs who support them, which is very aligned to the work that we get to do at TABE uh, and really excited about the opportunity to, to represent both sides of that. But um, that's a little bit about myself. And what I love the most about what I get to do uh, is really to, to think back to myself when I was a kid uh, as an emergent bilingual. Both my parents are from uh, Mexico. My native uh, language is Spanish. And so getting to see the impact uh, that I get to have now makes a really big difference and makes it meaningful for me. I love it. And today's topic is dual language. Yeah. First, at a high level, what's going on in Texas right now with dual language programs and the direction of dual language? Yeah, Texas is a great place to be for dual language. Uh, we're definitely leading uh, in a lot of efforts, both because of some of the uh, things related to the legislature. So there's things that we've seen from uh, our House of Representatives uh, and our state senators that are really helping elevate the importance of dual language across uh, the entire state. Uh, and also with TEA, there's some great work being done by Dr. Julie Lara and Dr. Sotil Rocha uh, that are really helping lead the way in our dual language frameworks across the state. Uh, dual language has been around a long time, is uh, really well researched, uh, and definitely one of the best uh, additive programs that we have for bilingual education. I was actually a fourth grade dual language teacher myself. And so it's amazing to see the kids who I taught back in fourth grade and now seeing them in college and getting to do the great things that they, they get to do. And they often point to the fact that being bilingual and biliterate uh, were a large part of what contributed to where they're at today. Absolutely. And Tabe is very involved in uh, dual language in that direction as well. Talk about the things that Tabe is doing. Yeah, there's still a whole lot of things that right? Tabe does related to dual language and bilingual education, also supporting our ESL students uh, and teachers. But uh, actually upcoming, we have our first ever uh, dual language symposium, which is going to feature the three goals of dual language uh, and then speakers that represent each one of the goals. So we'll have an opportunity first to hear from our keynote, Dr. Leo Gomez, uh, who will kick off the dual language symposium. And we're excited for TABA members and people who want to become TABA members to be a part of the symposium. It's 100% virtual, uh, so it's really accessible for people and people can come and learn about each of the goals of dual language. You know, In my work also at TNTP, we see that Folks are at different stages in terms of implementing the work mm -hmm. of dual language. Some places have had dual language for a long time, but are continuing to refine and, and really lean in on the most recent research around biliteracy, thinking about social cultural competence, and also thinking about the student achievement aspect, especially in light of COVID and the pandemic, and really thinking about academic recovery. But when we leverage students' linguistic repertoire, like Dr. Jose Medina always talks about, 
uh, that makes a huge difference, not only because of the academics, but also in affirming who students are when you think about social emotional learning uh, and the way that, that so many school districts are looking at the impact that COVID has had and continues to have on students and teachers. It's exciting to see a program like Dual Language really uh, making a difference in kids' lives. I love it. And, and give us a little preview of the three goals for anyone in the audience that's not familiar. Yeah. So uh, in terms of the three goals, you obviously have high academic achievement. So that's goal number one. You also have the goal for students to be uh, biliterate and bilingual. And then uh, the third goal is social cultural competence so that kids have a good understanding of their culture. And one of the great things that I got to see as a school principal of a dual language school was the opportunity for kids to also work across cultures. And I think that's one of the beautiful parts that brings families together, that brings communities together, that really affirms, especially our native Spanish speakers or emergent bilingual students uh, and really elevates their, their native language, their native culture, and really affirms it in a school setting. Uh, and so it's exciting to see the work that dual language has in terms of transforming the work of education. I think that's a large part of why I do what I do and why Thabit does what it does is because we really want the best programs available to our students that are really helping them have a life of opportunities. And why now? Why is this the first annual? Why haven't you done this before? Uh, we're coming out of the pandemic, of yeah, course. Yep. Um, but talk to us about how special this one's going to be being the first. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's just a coalition of people that are building together. And that makes a huge difference knowing that this is the 50th year uh, for Tabe as well. I think this is an exciting opportunity to keep elevating dual language uh, and also to, to really make a difference in terms of helping people understand the resources and the research that's out there. We talk a lot about research, policy, and practice. And so Tabe plays a role in each one of those. And so we're excited to see how this first dual language summit uh, really brings to light the work that we're doing in this state, um, but also that's going to be seen on a national stage. Everybody looks at Texas uh, yep. the way that Texas goes, especially uh, because we serve so many Latinx students. Um, and that just makes a difference. But we also have to acknowledge that there are many cultures. Some of the districts that I work with uh, have, you know, up to 81 different languages represented, yep. uh, whether you're in Houston or Colleen or uh, Aldine or even thinking about the work here in Dallas. Um, there's an incredible thing. And Dallas has some of the largest dual language programs in the country, uh, which is really exciting to see that kind of on this scale and then to also elevate it to the national scale. Perfect. All right, we're going to wrap up with uh, tell us again when and where and how can people learn more yeah. um, about it and uh, final uh, kind of big takeaway on why we should uh, attend virtually. Yeah, definitely. So uh, definitely follow us on all of our social media platforms. We're on Instagram, uh, Twitter, and Facebook. So you'll see all the information there. You can also go to our Thabit website to sign up for the actual summit, uh, the actual symposium. Uh, and, that, and I think what I would summarize for people as to why they should go to the symposium is really to get to learn from the leaders in this work. It's important to keep up to date with what's going on in the field, uh, to really think about the implications for how you put that into practice. And I think it's just energizing to connect with community. And one of the things that we see, not just at Tabu, but in all the affiliates, is really the ways in which we can build community together. I love it. David, thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having us. And to our audience, uh, again, I'm J.W. Marshall with Summit K-12. Thanks so much for joining this first ever mini Accelerating Texas K-12 Education podcast episode. We're glad you found us. Check out our website for past uh, episodes as well as our Beam DFW episodes. And be sure to always, always keep learning.